Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. I am pumped up for today. It's going to be a great episode. I know when you probably saw the title to this thing and you clicked on it, you're probably thinking, huh? Does this dude have like a typing error, misspelling, word check? Did he forget like what day it is, what we're doing? But no, this is right. So we're here on Saturday, sleepy Saturday. But the topic today is suffering and failure. So how the heck does suffering and failure relate to sleep, recovery, restoration, all that stuff? And I'm going to argue it has everything to do with it. Absolutely everything. Now, this topic today, this was inspired partially by my reflections, by my uh, journey yesterday, going through that mile of burpees and the pouring rain. And it was also partially inspired by listening to some talks by David, David Goggins recently, uh, former Navy SEAL, current badass. And... I mean, if you guys don't know part of his story, please, please go check him out. Um, Basically, was this, um, used to be this very fit guy and everything, got out of shape, done with the army, way overweight, and I can't do any part of this justice to him, because he even talks about how he can't even do his own story justice, but with his story, what he does is... He is huge on the transformative aspects of life and that redemption and how it's fueled by the mindset, how you have to put yourself in those tough situations to be able to overcome them. And he believes very, very deeply in that because he did that for himself. And that's the only way that he was able to get out of some of his fears that he had deep dwelling down. So, suffering and failure. And they go, they go hand to hand to me. Um, and I don't necessarily mean suffering in terms of that you have to go deep in this pain cave and, you know, self-inflicted wounds or anything like that. But I'm talking about some suffering as in the feeling of being uncomfortable. As in not going to that place of comfort in your mind and the body will directly follow where the mind goes. And, I mean, yesterday, it was my instinct. It was my instinct to look outside at 3.30 in the morning, hear the pouring rain, and say, oh man, I want to hit the snooze. I want to stay in bed. Maybe I'll wake up, get a snack, get back to bed. Definitely not going outside. Definitely not going on a run, let alone all those burpees. Are you kidding me? But that's why I need to do it. I need to have the discipline for myself to get out there and to make it happen because it mattered to me it mattered a lot and a point that David brought up that Goggins brought up is that most of us never put ourselves in those places of being comfortable and there's scales of being comfortable by far so if we talk about working out right exercising some people will never go there they'll get complacent They'll get complacent with that discipline and never exercise at all. 
because in their mind they think, oh my gosh, it's this awful, intense suffering, da 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 da, whatever. But it's really not. Let's say you work out for what, 45 minutes, an hour a day? Even if that is every day, which it doesn't, which most people don't do. That's one hour out of 24. The rest of it, you're not touching that kind of stuff. And that's even assuming that you're going hard for that whole time. Which I highly doubt. That's one hour out of 24. And this applies to discipline in other areas of your life too. Because I believe that discipline is part of the key. Discipline is often... The action step of discipline is taking these feelings of being uncomfortable of things where you don't feel comfortable doing them and need to get disciplined to do them and to have that in your life. And that's what we need to follow. We need to have the instinct to follow that more. Because ultimately, if we have that one hour a day, if we have those two hours a day with all these other areas of our lives that we actually discipline ourselves with, guess what? Those other 22, 23 hours of the day that's your sleepy Saturday, man. That's your sleepy Saturday for life. You're resting, you're rejuvenating, you're chilling. Because you have pushed yourself and because you have disciplined yourself through that, what it's enabled you to do is to go ahead throughout that process and have a shift, have a change in mindset in comparison. Because in comparison, it's a heck of a lot easier compared to anything you were doing before because you actually had that discipline. But if we're always used to just finding that comfort in our mind, if we never go to the place of uncomfort, we have nothing to compare to. We'll never know when we're at the mountaintop if we've never been in a valley. You never know the difference if you're sitting on the top of a mountaintop or if you're in the lowest, lowest valley if you've never changed elevation in your entire life. If you've never pushed, never challenged yourself. If you've never regressed or progressed at all. We need that. I mean, it's like the old frog experiment, right? You can have a pot of boiling water, throw some frogs in there. What they can do? They're going to jump out, obviously, because it's a change from room temperature to the pot. But they've done this experiment where those poor frogs, they've put the frogs in a pot of water, room temperature, whatever. Then they turn that stove on, real gradual, real slow. Goes from 80 degrees to 81, 82, 83, 84, 85. One degree at a time, a degree every few minutes. What happens? The frogs are like, ooh, yeah, jacuzzi, hot tub, love it, comfort. They don't sense a change. And soon the frogs are like, zzzz, neuron sizzled. But then they're cooked protein is all done biologically we're not good at sensing the absolutes we're good at sensing change so if you don't provide a stimulus for change how can you ever know if you're actually recovering how can you actually know if you have that that whereas in contrast to that instead of having those periods of you know pushing yourself, pushing yourself into recovery and appreciation for that recovery and enjoying it, but then pushing yourself again. 
and challenging yourself through discipline in whatever area of your life you desperately need that in because I believe we all desperately need that. The only people that don't desperately need it in some area of their life are the people that already have it. 100% we all need it. Maybe for different reasons. Maybe for different fears that we need to overcome to no longer let them be fears anymore and to keep up those patterns. But without pushing ourselves to uncomfort, we don't provide ourselves any stimulus for growth, any stimulus for maturity. And we need to grow because without growth, there's stagnicity. And stagnicity breeds pathology. And guys, come on. We're born to thrive and to live and to do things. You don't do things by being complacent. Being complacent gets nothing done in your life. And you'll have that voice in the back of your head nagging you. Nagging you to try something, to do something, to dare to be different. Some of us are much better at blocking that voice out than others are. Some of us are far better with dealing with that voice, trying to get rid of it. But for all of us, that voice is there to a certain extent. It's only a matter of, of if we will actually do something to arise to the challenge, to discipline ourselves, to improve ourselves. And ultimately, everybody, it's game time. It's game time. So stop selling selling yourself short. There is so much that we can do and that we need to do out here. So have your sleepy Saturday for 22 hours. Please do. I don't want to discount that. We need it. It's great. It's awesome. We truly need to recover. That's a big part of my message. I wouldn't be selling this otherwise. But we also need to be uncomfortable. I mean, that's these are the principal laws of homeostasis, of self-regulation. If we keep doing the same thing over and over and don't feel a challenge from it, are we growing? Not a chance. Maybe, maybe we're preventing future deterioration slightly. By maintaining, by maintaining status quo. But I'd argue that it puts us ourselves in the mentality and the place of seeking comfort that we actually deteriorate in other areas of our lives. And by doing that, we're gaining no benefit for ourselves whatsoever. And so please, my challenge to all of you, be uncomfortable. Get uncomfortable with something in your life. Yes, I'm giving you a big example of something that I recently pushed myself into a lot. They don't have to be that extreme. Any area of your life, intellectually, push yourself. Do a little more than you think you can do. Physically. That's an easy example because that's the external world that we live in. Emotionally, get down. Dig out those old things that are haunting you. Whatever they might be. Whether it's big or little, whether you can feel like you can quote-unquote cope with them or not. If you can cope with them, great. That just means that you're good at avoiding them. That's all it is. It's just like in the body. If we have some place in our body, in a joint that's really stiff, not moving at all, we can still function. We can still move around that hypermobility. We can have one hip that's stiffer than the other. We can walk and move different ways. We can cope with it. But why not treat it? Why not improve it? And so that's my challenge to all of you, is get uncomfortable for an hour a day however that means to you, to incorporate discipline in your life. And I think you will be amazed by with the right mindset and appreciation of that growth, 
what the other 23 hours in your day can look like for yourself. Get after it, everybody. Simply not easy.